Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 64 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. Today's episode is so fun. We have a children's book author, Abby Gibbs, who wrote the book, Miko Goes to the Beach. And Abby and I actually know each other in the pet space. So Abby is a full-time pet and dog influencer. And she was one of the brand reps I worked with for one of my clients. And she's amazing. Anyway, fast forward, uh, you know, two years later, we both wrote children's books. And she launched her book, I think it was a few months ago, I bought a copy, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like she just nailed it, I have to say. And we had started chatting on Instagram kind of about the process and what it's like to self-publish a book and what were the things that were super frustrating and what did we love about it? And I was like, you know what? You got to be in the podcast. Let's let's kind of talk about this because, you know, as usual, I like to keep things real and authentic and I can't stand when people make something sound easier than it is. And we talk about the process of writing, launching, self-publishing a children's book on this episode. And I'm really, really excited because this was a such a, a huge passion project that I had in 2021. And I just launched my, my book, um, The Boy Who Chose Adventure, only a few weeks ago, really. So this was a really special thing for me. And this was definitely like a really personal episode. And I was really excited to record it with Abby. So we definitely had a great time uh, talking about some of the stuff. And yeah, it's just super fun. So anyway, um, this episode, we are going to dive into kind of like the good, the bad, and the ugly of writing, creating, illustrating, and launching a self-published book on Amazon. So let's dive into it. Um, Grab your coffee, grab your wine. This is going to be such an amazing one. And I have to preface, you might be thinking, well, why would I want to listen to an episode about a kid's book? So here's the thing. A book that you can publish like this is something that you could consider to be passive income over time. And I want you to think if I have a brand right now, this is just another opportunity to have another income stream for your business. And so whether you have a pet business or you have, you know, an e-commerce store or a subscription box business, doing a self-published book is actually um, another income stream for you. So that's where I want you to be open-minded with this episode. Even if you are not interested in doing a children's book, you can literally, like anyone can publish a book and put it on Amazon. That's the beauty here. And so that's what I want you to think about during this episode is how could I leverage this for my brand? Is there something I could write 
or even if you're not a writer, you know, you can have someone help you with ghostwriting and things like that. But these are income opportunities, my friend, and you want to have as many income streams for your business as you can, um, especially something where you post it, you publish it on Amazon and you do the right keyword research and you do the right things, you can get your book to be, you know, sold without doing anything. So I want you to keep an open mind here, but this is definitely a very interesting Welcome and different podcast, episode. Abby. And I'm really I am excited so excited it. to so have you, you here. It. Thank you so and, much for being uh, on. Let's dive into it. Thanks for having me. Yay. So before we uh, get into all things um, self-publishing a book on Amazon, can you just introduce yourself quickly and just tell everyone a little bit about you and how you ended up with a kid's book? Yes. So um, my name is Abby Gibbs. And of course, my sidekick is an Aussie doodle named Miko. You might have seen us on Instagram. We are in the heart and soul of the South of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I am a first-time dog mom and a future mama-to-be at any moment. Um, Right now, I am a full-time dog influencer as I just quit my job to be a stay-at-home mom and influencer and, of course, children's book author. Yay! Um, And then... Some things that I love to do are traveling to see family, doing silly things for my dog account, and going to the beach. I love that. And that, of course, plays into your book, which we will definitely talk about. Um, yes. yeah, I'm so excited to chat. I mean, I can't wait to chat about the book stuff. Um, how how we know each other is really through your pet influencer stuff that you do, all your content creation, which is so amazing for one of my um, clients, Patrick Pet. Um, I think we also collaborated for Dapper Dog Box, my old business, but I can't remember. It's honestly, it's been so long now that I I don't remember, but definitely yes. Patrick Pet. <laughs> yes. Um, you've created some amazing photos for them. And of course, um, you know, we were chatting about this before, but I was telling Abby, you know, I'm always blown away by people that can create these incredible um, creative product photos for, um, product brands. It's just, it's amazing, especially for the, the pet industry. I think your stuff is just amazing. So. Well, thank you. It's a lot of work, but I love it. Yes, it is a lot of work. How did you start before we start talking about the book? I just, I would love to know just quickly, how did you start doing pet influencer stuff? So, um, I got married, I'm going to say 2017. And then we had a year later, we had a huge wedding and I went full on to planning that. And then after that, I kind of got the wedding blues. Um, I've always wanted a dog, but my husband is like so allergic to everything. So we were like, I'll never be able to get a dog. Um, But one day he found this breed that was um, hyperallergenic. Mm-hmm. And I've always wanted an Aussie. So we found an Aussie doodle. So he just one day surprised me. I came home and he was like, Oh, we're getting a puppy, by the way. I was like, Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> so, and then after that, I just went on Instagram and I saw how a lot of people were 
posting pictures about their dogs. And so I was like, oh, I would love to just post pictures about dogs. Um, so, and then after that, I, that's, and then it was a hit. So I just kept doing it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome that he surprised you. Like we're getting a puppy. I feel like that's like every dog person's dream is to just come home. And, you know, in the movies, like, you know, someone will come home and there's, they open a box and there's like this perfect golden retriever puppy that like puffs his head out and he's wearing a bow. And I'm like, does that ever actually happen in real life? I've never heard of that happening. Um, well, it didn't, he didn't surprise me with a bow, but yeah. it was like an email. Close. And it was funny because Miko was like my last pick <laughs> on the list. Oh, okay. I thought he was an ugly puppy, but <laughs> as soon as I saw him with Solomon in his real life, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, he's so cute. Oh, he is cute. I love, I also love Aussies. My dream, one of my dream dogs is an Aussie Shepherd. Um, but I do love, like I have a golden doodle and I do love the doodle. Yes. The poodle, the poodle mixes. I think they're just amazing dogs and I don't know. They're just really, really sweet. Yes. I'm glad we found the breed. Yeah. So let's, let's kind of pivot a little bit. Um, let's talk about, so we both recently wrote published and launched children's books. And I know we've had um, some conversations on Instagram about like the struggles that we went through and the, a little bit about like the process and what we liked about it. So I'm really excited to dive into all that stuff. But before we start, tell everyone, you know, your book, like what's the title? What's it about? Yeah. Let's just hear a little bit about your book. So my book is Miko Goes to the Beach. Um, it's about his fun loving adventures on the beach of South Carolina um he goes or he along the way he meets a bunch of his friends and learns about the beach um yeah <laughs> sorry no you're fine um and I we bought I bought your book before we went on a trip vacation to Hawaii and yes. so I brought, I think I texted you the pictures. I brought the book yes. with me and I took a couple of pictures of my son with the book sitting Which in like a little great. beach chair in Maui. And it's just, I was like, these are so cute, but the book is amazing. It's so like, I love the rhymes that you had. It just flows nicely. Um, you nailed the illustration, you nailed the cover. Like your cover was incredible. And I know how hard the dang cover is to nail because I just went through like multiple changes of my cover. Um, yes. So, yeah. I have to say kudos. You did an amazing job with the book, the, like the writing, just everything about it was, was amazing. So good job. Thank you. Yeah. So I actually based that cover off of one of the pictures I've taken of Miko on the beach. And of course I wanted him to be a puppy because mm -hmm. I thought that looked cuter and fluffier. Um, but yeah, I thought the cover was amazing. It really shows off his personality. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I think that's, and we'll talk about the illustration side of, uh, of a book, because I think that for a kid's book, it's, you know, it's one of the two most important things, like the writing and the illustration. And it's, I think it's hard. I don't know. 
we'll talk about like how that looked, but I just want to point out yes. how good yours was. Um, well, thank really, really you. Good. Yeah. Um, She's very I, amazing and talented. Yes. Illustrators. Ugh, like, I feel like I could talk about the illustrator, like the one for our book, just, I think they are just brilliant. So it just makes such a huge difference. It really um, does. So let's kind of talk. So, so we, so you have Miko goes to the beach. Um, I just launched my kid's book, um, the boy who chose adventure. So mine is also has a dog in it as the main character. Uh, mine is about, uh, Kennedy and Milan. So a boy and his dog, um, the boy is like watching too much video tablets and that kind of thing. And so the dog takes, says, you know, you need to get outside and stop watching all the video and like, let's go travel and explore. And so they explore all these different places within the, um, Pacific Northwest of the United States. So like Washington, Oregon, and it's kind of like a travel adventure. And then he comes home and he's like, you know what? I don't actually need to watch all the video. So that's kind of like, you know, a lesson learned and yeah, it was just, I don't know. It's crazy to like literally write and launch a book. It's so weird. Um, it's like, <laughs> I don't even know. So let's kind of talk about the process. What yes. made you, I think the most important thing, what made you want to do this? We can talk about how, like the process and, and, and how you did it, but what made you want to do it in the first place? So sometime or, uh, around last year, me and my family were at the beach mm-hmm. um, in Florida, and we knew in the future that I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom mm-hmm. with, with kids. Um, and that was the goal in life, but I also wanted something other to have on the side as well as something of mine that I could have more. I thought it would be just a hobby, but it turned into a business. Um, I never thought I'd be a dog influencer. And so I want some, I wanted something of Miko to sell, but I didn't want to do a bandana shop or any of those kind of shops because that was sounds too difficult. Um, so my sister-in-law was like, you should write a book. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to do that as a little girl. Because as a little girl, I, I wrote short stories and I would draw. Okay. And... I was like, yeah, well, that's perfect because um, in the my past job is a dental assistant with children. So hmm. I, I just love children. So I thought it'd be perfect. What's more perfect than dogs and kids? Yes, I, I couldn't agree with that. Um, so you so you came up with the idea. What how did you like? I feel like this is like a loaded question because I know there are so many things <laughs> to get started, but like what, how did you get started? Like what were your first steps of getting started? You, like, I want to do a book now. Okay. What the hell do I do? Like, how do I actually do this? <laughs> what did you do? First talk the husband into it. <laughs> that was mine. Um, he's very research oriented. So Okay. That's good. Um, That's good to have someone who can like research the stuff for you. You're the visionary. He can do uh-huh. like not so fun stuff. Well, he was like, no, I don't think so at first. And I was like, well, I'm going to write. 
I'm going to just start writing. So I just started writing. I was like, um, I would really love to rhyme a book because my sister-in-law, she's a speech therapist. Wow. And so wow. I, I dealt with that as a child as well. So I was like, you know, that's perfect. I need, we'll, we'll do rhyming. Didn't think it was going to be so difficult. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. Um, yes, I can imagine. As I got, wrote the story and then I finished it and he was like, wow, you really did this. I'm like, yeah. So how can we do this? <laughs> oh my God. I love it. So I will, I will say we didn't do as much research about the process. Um, in the beginning, yeah. um, we kind of had to work through that. So that was one of our really big struggles. And I thought, oh, we can write a kid's book and sell it by Christmas. Nope. It takes a whole year to make a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mine took eight months. And that's great. By the end, I was like, I'm going to, I'm ready to pull my hair out. I just need this yes. thing. I need this thing live because I'm going to lose my marbles. Yes. Uh, I, went through, <laughs> I went through many tears. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Um, so you guys came up with the idea or sorry, you came up with the idea and you sort of started mm-hmm. researching. What was the first, like, what was that pivotal moment that you took that it started to feel real. So beyond writing it, what were what was something else that you did that made it kind of move along in the process? So it made me it feel really real when we hired an illustrator. Okay. And she started drawing me go in all the pages and I'm like, "Oh my gosh." I love um, it. <laughs> I was like, "This is so real." <laughs> I love I, it. I still can't um, believe that I wrote a book still to this day. Amazing. Like it's so inspirational. And I remember when I saw, I, I I feel like I heard about your book and then, um, and then someone posted on their Instagram and I was like, Oh my God, I need to get this book. It's so cute. This was maybe three, three or four months ago. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. So I, I kept it a secret from the social life. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really scared to put myself out there like I'm writing a book mm-hmm. um so I kept it a secret and then it once it got closer yeah. I I snuck some hints in what I was doing okay and then and then I published and told what, everyone <laughs> when you when you say I I would love to talk a little bit about this because I feel like this is what so many people go through with anything that they want to do like a new idea is like that self-doubt creeps in and, you know, that voice in your head that keeps you, wants to keep you safe is like, you know, who are, who are you to do a book? You can't write a book. No one's going to buy it. No one, it's going to be awful. Like I know I had the same things in my head. What made you, um, like on your end, what made you nervous about doing it or not nervous, but you just said like you were afraid to put yourself out there. What made what made you afraid to put yourself out there and what made you okay with starting to kind of like give sneak peeks? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I'm already a shy person. Um, you would not probably believe that when you see my Instagram, but, um, (laughs) 
but I'm sh- I'm a little shy and um I was just scared of failing mm-hmm. like this book won't sell no one's gonna like it you're gonna get bad reviews and then you just want to go and crawl in a hole <laughs> mm-hmm. but um after once I Um, My family read it and I sent it to other people. They're like, this is amazing. I'm like, well, you know, I'll start putting it out there that I'm actually doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it was kind of a, a, I feel like a tactic that I was sneaking it into it Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted to get people excited. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I feel like the, the, like I'm afraid of failure thing is something that so many people Mm -hmm. struggle with, with, with everything, you know, and I think it can be really hard to just have an idea and be confident enough in yourself that, you know, you're going to go with, you're going to go for it either way. And that, you know, failure isn't an option. Like you will figure out how to make it work. And that's something that, you know, it's taken me years. I mean, I feel like I, I have that attitude with a lot of things, but it's taken me a long time to feel like that. Even with my first business, the Dapper Dog Box, I don't think I felt like that. I was very insecure. I was, you know, you're just, you're learning. It's a first business and you're learning what to do and what not to do. And I think it takes someone a while to be like, you know what, I'm going to do a kid's book and like, I will make it happen and I will make mm-hmm. sure it's successful. So Um, Yeah, struggle. I think a lot of people struggle with the, I'm afraid of failing piece. It's really important. And um, anyway, I feel like that's like a whole another podcast episode, but yes, (laughs) I'm glad that you kind of like overcame that. And you were like, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to get feedback from friends and family. And when you start to get that, like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, how did you do that? That's when you're Mm -hmm. like, you know what, this is going to be an awesome book and I'm excited. So yes, great. How did you find, how did you find the illustrator? That's something that people ask me a lot. Um, So I wanted it to be someone who was somewhat like small, but I also wanted it to be someone who was experienced in the children world or children book world, because I had no clue about the process of how, (laughs) how it worked. I was like, I need your help. Yeah. Um, so I found there's this Instagram that has, it's called Children's Illustrators. Oh. And they have a site where it just shows a bunch of their work. And so I went through um, a whole list to pick Oops. one. Um, yeah. and, I, and that's when I really found out man people pay ten thousand dollars for an illustrator heck no (laughs) but um (laughs) I found one and I also wanted her to be a dog person Mm -hmm. to have her own dog and I found her and um she was she's out of Great Britain so it was just once we connected I was like you know that's her or that's it. Yeah. Um, she's the one. And I wanted a, you kind of have to find your style of what illustrations you want, which is the hardest to pick yeah. from. Oh my gosh. Yep. Cause I wanted a more like, I would say it's more like a water 
color. Me too. That was the vibe yeah. I was going for too. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Um, yeah. I, finding the illustrator is really hard. I remember I actually posted something on my Instagram talking about like, oh, I'm looking for an illustrator for my kid's book. And someone that was on my podcast reached out and she's like, oh, like we would love to do it. And I was like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't even think of you, uh, of course. And like, <laughs> I was kind of like, you know, I was looking at someone on Fiverr that I found actually, and I'm not someone who generally likes Fiverr very much. I'm not sure if you know Fiverr. It's like, yes, same. I say stay it. away. <laughs> I mean, I had, I, like, I got my logo from Dapper Dog Box from Fiverr. And so okay. I did have one good experience, but otherwise like terrible. Um, but I, fi- I was Googling and like, I kept coming across Fiverr people, you know, mm-hmm. we can illustrate an Amazon KDP kids book for you for this price. So I, yeah. I was going to go with her. Um, and then that person reached out or docs design reached out and they're like, well, you know, we can do it. So I kind of said, okay, this is who I was going to go with. This is the price I can afford. I really can't go above that. Can you work with me? And I was really yes. afraid she would say no, because like, do you know docs design? Like they're just amazing, amazing masterpieces in both. They are. And like creating web design and branding and packaging. So I was like, I don't know if you're going to want to take this project on, but I hope you do please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so they did. And like, you know, I didn't even have to go any further. I just, when they agreed, I was like, okay, done, let me pay you and let's do this. Um, but she also, I liked her too, because one, um, my, the main character in the book is a dog or one of the two main characters. And so I also wanted someone who had illustrated dogs before, and I like her style, you know, and I gave her, I did a lot of research with different illustration styles and different examples. And I kind of, um, gave that to them. And I said, this is sort of what I'm looking for. And, um, yeah, but I remember when she sent me the first, like sketch of the dog and the boy, I was like, Oh my God. Like, yes. For me, that's when everything felt very real. I was like, is this for like, I don't know. It was, it was amazing. And like, they just nailed it. And like, they both, they got both people's personality, like my son's personality. And then Kennedy, Kennedy, I feel like Kennedy and Miko probably are quite similar, like goofy and funny and like silly, Mm -hmm. like a, like a doodle personality. It Um, is. And like in one sketch they sent me, I could see both of those people, not people, but like the dog and the person uh, portrayed perfectly. So yeah, yes. that was like a huge, I would say for me, like a pivotal, a pivotal moment. So, um, so you got your illustrator, you have your book, like you have the concept of the book in the writing. How did you know, were you always, cause I know you published on a different publisher, Ingram something. Um, Ingram Sparks. So did you do that or did you also publish on Amazon? I forget. So I am on both. Okay. So Amazon is, you know, (laughs) they want everything. (laughs) But um, so I wanted to go with Ingram Spark. Or originally we were going to go with Book Baby. Um, And then that was a little too expensive. Um, so someone told us about Ingram Sparks. I was a little hesitant because I know their customer service, um, stinks. Um, but the difference between Ingram Sparks and Amazon is, I would say, 
Ingram Sparks has a hardcover, and I wanted a really, I wanted a hardcover originally. Um, we ended up doing all all styles, hard, soft, and ebook. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I found out in a group that if you publish through Ingram Sparks, who also sells to Amazon, mm-hmm. if Amazon, if you're not on Amazon as well, they'll say your book is out of stock. I was like, of course they will. <laughs> They want to take everything. <laughs> um, and so after that, um, we also did Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, it only took 30 sample copies before we got it right. <laughs> but um, another struggle. Yes. Um, and I kept having to move the launch date. And it was like, anytime I got a book, I was like, how can they just not get it right? How are we not doing it right? Like yeah. it's the right dimensions <laughs> of what their site says. And it's funny because Amazon, we finally got Amazon's a lot easier to get in contact with. Yeah. Um, at least faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, your height and your width are mixed up. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? It goes this way and this way. <laughs> um, but at the end, our height and our width were mixed up mm. um, because our uh, illustrator has never formatted onto Ingram Sparks. Okay. Um, so that was one of our struggles at the last, at the end mm-hmm. was finding out the right format and then after that we finally got one last sample book before we launched on that date because I was like we're launching and I don't care (laughs) it was funny because Amazon we didn't know we hit the publish button or when you get a sample copy for Amazon Mm -hmm. um, it publishes your book no matter what and people can have it and so one of our family members just so happened didn't text us at all or whatever she just ordered a book and I'm like what do you mean you ordered a book (laughs) you have it on hand what are you talking about how does it look because they keep messing it up and there's a little line she's like what line I'm like you don't see this little line? <laughs> oh my God. She's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, I guess, I guess it just depends on how many prints they print out that day and if they mess up or not. Hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Getting it right. I know that I've, I know that we've had some chats about the, like you have the damn book ready. You have the cover, you have the, you know, they call it a manuscript, which is basically just the interior of the book. It's done, but then you can't freaking publish it because it keeps getting rejected. And that happened to me pretty much the whole month of October. So it's today is October. I actually have no idea what the date is October 29th or something. I don't know the 30th. Um, I got the book finished. I think it was the end of September. Like the the team sent me the book. Yeah. I remember that weeks to finally get (laughs) <laughs> to be 
because I kept getting error after error. So finally, not knowing what I was doing wrong, I again was on YouTube Googling, which I don't like to do. Like I'd rather just someone, I pay someone to tell me here, this is how you do it. I couldn't find anyone. So I ended up finding someone again on Fiverr, like randomly. Um, uh-huh. I feel like I keep saying I hate Fiverr and then I keep talking about Fiverr. Um, but <laughs> I had a fantastic experience. I found someone who literally had a listing on Fiverr that said, I will help you. I will help um, reformat your book cover for a rejected Amazon Kindle book. And I was like, okay, perfect. I'm just going to, it was like 10 bucks, like so cheap. Maybe it was $5. I don't know. It was very cheap. Um, And so I reached out to her and she was like, oh yeah, I can help you. No problem. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Awesome. So I like paid her. It ended up being like 20 bucks and I, you know, I tipped her as well. Um, (laughs) but I sent all the stuff over and she fixed it within 24 hours. And I went to publish it and it worked. And I was like, Oh my, and she's like, you're something with the dimensions, the dimensions, um, the bleed or trim was was off. And it's like stuff that you just don't know. You're not about any of this garbage. And (laughs) like, you can spend all your time getting this book done and then you have it done and then you can't publish it because of something stupid, like a bleed or a trim or like I was watching so many YouTube videos about if your image, something with your images aren't something, something they'll reject it. So there's like all these reasons that your book can get rejected and it's very frustrating. I know for me, that was out of the whole process. The end part was actually the most frustrating by far because you've, you have the book, like it's ready to go and you're excited. And then your excitement just turns to mush because you can't actually publish the book. So, um, yes, I I had, I had two of those moments and one was the publishing part. And the other one was, um, I had too many pages for my children's book. So originally I had 42 pages. Oh, um, and when I went to, I kind of skipped processes. So I went after I wrote it, we were like, we don't need an editor. It sounds great. Let's just go to illustrations. So we went through illustrations and it wasn't until like she was almost finished with the book that I was like let's hire an editor just in case because I that's when my self-doubt came back Mm -hmm. I was like what if it doesn't sound great I don't want people to saying you have or that's a crime because you rhymed wrong or whatever and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) okay so we uh hired an editor at the last minute she was amazing as well she was out of great britain i don't know why i picked great britain people (laughs) i love it um but we hired her and she was like you have too much too much going on and i'm like Mm. oh okay um she's like you need to get it down to 32 pages or you're gonna just it's gonna cost an arm and a leg i'm like okay so we did have a lot of more um, animals in the book, but I had to cut them out. Oh, okay. And so that was one of the hardest parts for me is taking editing advice 
for cutting things down because I'm like, no, I don't get rid of my crab. Aww. Look at and you you already know what the pictures look like, and you're like, no, you can't get rid of that. Yeah, you get so, like you get attached. You like literally yes. get attached to a online character. It's really weird, but I was the same yes. way. I would not have gotten rid of any pages. I would have been like, no, they're staying. I don't care. Um, so we turned those pages into coloring pages, so I didn't have to get rid of them and stickers. So, um, after that, then my illustrator already took on another book. And so I had to wait my turn to finish. She mostly had to redo the whole book (gasps) and I felt so bad. (laughs) Um, and it also costs, you know, another arm and a leg for us. Oh no. Cause we had to pay for more pictures. Because we came up with a different ending. Um, but yeah, no one tells you about that. <laughs> so do, you, do you feel like, um, I do have one question, but do you feel like, do you think that was the right, now that you've done it all, do you feel like you made the right decision by listening to the editor and removing pages? Or do you feel like you should have just went with your first go and just done that, like the 42 page book? Um, no, because she made it sound so much better. Oh, okay. So, interesting. Um, it made she made my rhymes sound better. It sounded okay. like, or when she did that, mm-hmm. that and she kind of knew more of the rhyming world. And she was like, not every page has to rhyme. I'm like, okay. okay. I'm like, so she just kind of did her magic and I did my magic um it was you know it is always hard to reword things and to also take things out that you've only had your mind on for the past year (laughs) um and so that happened around like I want to say February because I wanted to publish in March, okay. but then I had to wait my turn, which I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I found out I was pregnant. So it was like, maybe this was perfect. I wasn't supposed oh. to publish in my first trimester anyways. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. But um. yeah. That's why I say do your research before mm-hmm. you start the process, before you get all excited. <laughs> I know. There's just, it's, there's so many things, you know. I know for when I was in that early stages, luckily, um, the reason I decided to do this was was a lot had to do with chance, really. Um, I would say the word chance, yeah, which I don't really like to say that. Um, I had a client that I worked with last year. She was one of my one-on-one clients. She has a pet subscription box. And mm-hmm. her friend wrote a book on passive income, passive income, aggressive retirement by, I think it's Rachel Richards. I feel like I always forget her name, Rachel mm-hmm. Richards, I believe. Um, and I read the book and one of the things that she talks about is doing a Amazon self-published book as passive in- and passive income opportunity. And I was like, Oh, that's so interesting. 
So I kind of was thinking about it. And then my friend had in the meantime, launched her own children's book, Dover, the dog saves the planet. So another pet, you know, kids book about dogs, which of course we both like, and I don't know, Mm -hmm. something about her publishing it. And then reading that book, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, you know, kind of thinking about it. And then, um, my son had talked about, he wanted I want to do a, he's five, he was five at the time. I want to do a business like you, like he working and sees me typing away and recording videos. And he's like, I want to have a business. And so I brainstormed ideas of things that like we could sort of do. And I, I, initially I was like, maybe we could do like an app for, you know, iPhone. My husband could develop that and we could just figure out like what kind of kids app we could create. And I was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? let's do a kid's book. And like the second I thought of it, it was like, we're doing that done. And yes. I, I don't even know that I wish I could have, I wish I could have documented every step that I took on how the whole thing unfolded. But I want to say like pretty quickly, I decided to do something with dogs and, you know, I think it was just like my love of travel. I'm a traveler. I've always been obsessed with traveling and exploring. And I don't know, I think the idea came pretty quickly to me, but my point of this, I'm rambling, is um, I didn't do a lot of research, really. Um, my friend who had published her book, I kind of asked her a couple questions. She gave me a few pointers of like, here's some tips. And what I did was I found one blog post on Google who she wrote a kid's book and she kind of laid out the steps like, here's a basic and you know, you can write a blog post that can tell someone how to write a kid's book, but there's so much <laughs> more. They, they, <laughs> to they, it. they still make it sound very easy, you know? Um, and it's not easy. It was very difficult, very challenging. Um, but is. she kind of just said like, you know, create your little storyline, have a, have your idea, like, you know, book should have a problem that's resolved at the end. And, um, that was actually a really great point pointer that I found out. And I didn't know that at first. So I just wrote like, Oh, they're going to travel. And then I was like, wait a minute, I don't have a problem. There's no problem. So I had to kind of come up with my problem and then rearrange everything. And I probably rearranged the content like 500 different times. And then kind of like did a storyboard and I like, like mapped out like the images that I thought would be in the, in the scene. And it took months. Yes. I mean, nothing that, that part took months to do. It was so challenging. Yeah. Illustrations take about six months of it. So yeah, so hard. And like, and then if you have to give this up to the illustrator, you have to be uber organized. Like every single page, you have to be detailed. What should what should that page be? And since mine was travel-based and it was locations, like each, mm-hmm. each page is a different location in Washington. I had to give them like specific images of locations and then, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, It 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 really is. It was definitely a process. What do you, what for you was your favorite part of doing it? Cause I feel like we talked a little bit about some of the annoying parts briefly. Like we didn't talk about all of them, but what was your favorite part of the whole thing? I think my favorite part was going back and forth with the illustrator Mm-hmm. to make sure the scene was perfect and yeah. seeing what she came out with. I was like, I could never do this. And you made it like spot on. Mm-hmm. And it was just through email. I have, I haven't ever talked to her through on in person. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And we would email back and forth. And I would get so excited for all those emails. I'm like, oh, what are we going to do next? And she did it. How she did it was page by page. And we would go back and forth until it was perfect. And then we would move on. Okay. But that was exciting. Just seeing seeing Miko in real life <laughs> and and getting um um the beach perfect or the animals perfect I love how she draws animals I know your illust- yeah your illustrations are amazing I think that was my favorite part too was getting the like I would love when they would send me updates like here we made three more pages here you go and I would like freak out I would be like showing like showing my husband and showing my mm-hmm. son and showing my best friend who was sort of with me through the whole process of giving me feedback. And um, so, yeah, the illustrations I think were the best part. And I would say too, like one piece of advice I would give anyone who is thinking about doing a kid's book, make sure you don't try, like, I don't know. I feel like, yes, people aren't, people have different budgets, of course. And some people, you mm-hmm. don't have money to shell out to an illustrator, but I will say the illustrations are the most important part. I think only because if your illustrations are bad, people are not going to want to buy it. It's a kid's book. You have to have those visually, like you have to have great visuals and it's going to be harder to sell if the illustrations aren't good with that said if it's a kid's book and it's more like word based then I think Mm -hmm. okay but illustrations are so important and you have to make sure you under I would just say make sure you allocate budget towards illustrations because it's worth every penny and I don't know it it really is most important is illustrations because yeah half the time kids do not even look at the words because yeah. I would do I I would show some of um, my co-workers kids I'm like just read this to them and show them the picture and see what they say yeah I would say illustration is key always I would spend the most on illustrations of course on your own bit budget yeah but and there are really- like You know, there are people, like I said, on Fiverr who, like, I saw some people posting that they could do a book illustration for, like, $1,000. I saw other people that would do it for $3,000. I saw other people on other places that there's a, there's a wide range. And like my, I know, um, or I know other people who have worked with people like overseas, maybe in like the Philippines or something. So Mm -hmm. there are lots of options for you, but I will say don't skimp on the illustrator because you're afraid to spend a little bit more money because I promise it will be worth it when you get something back that is like blows your mind because I think a good illustrator can take your vision and put it on paper. So that in be in love with your illustrator because mm-hmm. you guys are going to have some <laughs> tough moments together <laughs> and feedback. So you must love them and don't sign a contract if you don't like them. So I always recommend um, seeing, like, have them draw your main character and then sign a contract after that. That's pretty interesting. I had to sign a contract, but I don't know about you, but. Yeah. Yeah. But make sure you fall in love with them or you are going to have a really hard 
time. <laughs> I can't like I can't imagine. I like I already knew the illustrator before I signed up with them and I knew their work. I had not an ounce of doubt in my brain that they would create a masterpiece for me. I knew they would. Um mm-hmm. But like I said, if you're going with someone maybe from Fiverr, that is just some random person that you don't know them and you haven't seen their work samples, I would be very cautious just because I know there's a lot of garbage out there. And I agree with you. Like, I think if I didn't know this illustrator that I chose Doc's Design, I don't know how I would have chosen someone. I think it's hard. You have to look at work samples, you know? Yes. Um, and probably ideally someone who is either very good, who has a lot of experience or someone who specifically does like illustrations for kids books. Cause they know what to do. Like they'll know what to do. Yes. So, um, what do you, what do you feel like you wish someone had told you before you started all of this? Oh, <laughs> a lot of how, how hard it might be. <laughs> and how um, it's not always going to be smooth process. Yeah. And the business side part, which is my biggest thing, is how to sell a book and market a book. Because mm-hmm. I have no idea. I still am learning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. That makes I think sense. that's it. I don't even know what I wish someone would have told me. Um, I I don't know. I feel like there's so many things I wish people would have told me, but you know, here's the thing. I still would have done it anyway. Like, even if someone told me it's really hard and you're probably going to want to rip your hair out, that stuff doesn't scare me from doing something. I would still do it anyway. Um, I probably agree with you on just being more realistic about the timeline. I think you start one of these things and other people make it look very easy. Like, I think I was telling you, I saw some YouTube video where a guy was like, I can, you can publish an Amazon book in two hours. I'm like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's so many people out there who just give you these, like that false hope, like you can make a million dollars in 24 hours. Like I'm going to show you uh-huh. my course. And like, I'm a marketer, so I understand how to market things, but I'm also so skeptical of other people who, who give you those like false promises Nothing mm-hmm. that's worthwhile can be done in one day or two days, no. like one week or one month. Things take time. And I think I, I wish someone had, would have told me, you know what, that's probably going to take you about a year. So be patient and just enjoy the process and like have fun with it. I was expecting to be done way sooner, like four months, maybe. Yes. Not that's re- And now that's like yeah. that's ridiculous, Carrie. <laughs> Yeah, I thought six months as well. And then I find out if you actually go through a real publisher, Mm -hmm. it takes them two years to publish a book. I'm like, oh, my. Did you? No one tells you that. No. Did you ever try to go through like, um, I know we're about out of time, but when you were in that first process, did you ever think like, oh, I'm going to try to go through a publisher or like what made you want to self-publish? Um, so I didn't want to go through a, a publisher just because I knew I had no chance mm. um, and I wanted it done now. <laughs> yeah. So I went with self-publishing. Okay. And um, so we could make 
at least a little bit of money mm-hmm. um, right away. Yeah. But they also don't tell you that Ingram Sparks takes forever to give you your paycheck. Oh, really? <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Yes, they, uh, so I self-published in June, end of June, and I got my first paycheck in October. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's a, one different thing about Amazon versus Ingram Sparks. Hmm. That's a, that's a long time though. Wow. Yes. Um okay, one more quick question. Um yeah. what how are you I know that you have this, you know, you're in the pet space as a pet influencer or pet product influencer, I'm not sure how you call it. Um how are you sort of leveraging that brand to promote your kids book? Oh, that's a good question. Um, (laughs) I just wanted something to go along with my brand that was mine. Mm -hmm. Um, That that I could say that was mine. Um, How I go, I just try to make, or since the book is about Miko at the beach, Mm because usually the first thing that people think of Miko's account is the beach him at the beach and his love for Charleston adventures um but maybe like marketing how are are you marketing it because you already have an audience that likes you and knows you yes so um I think having my set followers has helped me with the marketing Mm -hmm. just because the dog community is so supportive of one another. Yes. Um, But I leveraged that with making reels now with it and posting about it and um, posting how the drawing process went and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I think when you have an existing audience, you know, you're able to really launch a book and people will buy it because they, you're not starting from scratch. So I think that's Mm -hmm. always smart when you have an audience of some kind or some influence of some kind, you know, you have the ability to actually launch physical products and be successful, even if it takes some time, you know, it's a learning curve, but you have, you're, you're so much farther ahead than most people because they don't have any audience. They have maybe some family and friends. Yes. Um, but when you have an audience of people on social media or an email list or website traffic, you know, you can launch a book or a print on demand t-shirt or whatever, and people will buy. So I think that's amazing. Yes. Um, yes. Well, thank you so much for being on here. It's so nice to just chat about the book stuff. And I feel like yes. we didn't get to chat about everything, but maybe no. <laughs> future episode like yes book publishing part two next year or 2022 um but yeah thank yes. you so much for being on here so nice to chat with you and before we wrap up tell everyone um where they can find your book and how they can follow you on social media or your website yes so um my instagram account is rough life of miko and that's r-u-f-f underscore rough life of miko um, and then you can find our book on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target.com, um, pretty much any bookstore online. Awesome. Um, did you 
Did you say anything else? Oh, my website. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my website is www.roughlifemedia.com where you can find blog posts, um, more about my book and everything and my model codes. Nice. Well, thank you so much, Abby. So nice to talk to you. Yes, you too. So much fun recording with Abby. Um, As you can tell, we're both obviously very proud and very passionate about our little kids books that we wrote. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And I hope you liked hearing about the process. I am actually going to be recording another few episodes on like diving deep into the entire process because I've actually gotten a ton of questions about how I did this and why I did it and what was the process. And People are have been very interested, which I was actually very surprised about. So um, I'm actually going to be recording a, a podcast and YouTube, probably like little short series on the whole process. And I want to do it sooner than later before I completely forget. So anyway, and if you would like to grab a copy of either one of our books, uh, my book is The Boy Who Chose Adventure. You can grab it on Amazon right now. It's paperback for 10 bucks. I will leave the link below. Um, Abby's book, Miko Goes to the Beach. You can go to her website, which I'm going to link below, and you can get either a hardcover or you can get a paperback. And actually, you can also get hers on Kindle as well. So um, they make amazing holiday gifts. If you are looking for a holiday gift or you have a friend or a family with a kid, um, both of our books are great for like three to eight-year-olds, and they're both about dogs. Uh, Mine is a dog and a kid and all about adventure. Abby's book is about a dog at the beach and it takes place in Charleston, South Carolina. It's just a beautiful book. I have to say we both got very lucky with our illustrators who totally nailed it. So plug for my illustrator, Doc's Design. You are a gem or sorry, your team is a gem and I'm so grateful for you. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Um, If you love this episode, please take a moment and drop a review on Apple Podcasts. I would really, really appreciate it. And it'll help me get the podcast in front of new people. So have a happy week and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple podcast and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.